This is an RPR Newslink. Due to coronavirus precautions, the Fargo Diocese has moved its ordinations to the Holy Priesthood from June 6th to Saturday, August 8th at 10 a.m. at the Cathedral of St. Mary in Fargo. Three men, Deacons Jared Grossman, Riley Durkin, and Eric Seitz are set to be ordained. The faithful are asked to keep them in prayer as they finish their preparation for priesthood. Trust is the theme for this week's formation opportunities for youth in grades 7 through 12 in the Sioux Falls Diocese. Activities will include learning why trusting in the unknown is important, being challenged to check in on friends, and joining an online prayer event focusing on the litany of trust. More information can be found at sfcatholic.org youth. And the Diocese of New Ulm's Bishop John Lavore will privately celebrate this year's White Mass for Healthcare Professionals next Tuesday, April 28th. During this pandemic, we're reminded that these workers revealed the face of Christ to us in this suffering. You can view the Mass online at dnu.org white mass. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live this morning, part of the Diocese of Duluth. We are coming to you live from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia as we celebrate Mass this morning with Father Brandon Moravitz. Again, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. My dear friends, as we gather here this morning, we do the greatest thing we could possibly do in our lives. And that is celebrate the gift of Holy Mass. Whether you're at home watching, whether you're in your car listening, wherever you're at right now, let's pause for a moment. Let's remember we're in desperate need of God's mercy. For we are sinners that often prefer the darkness to the light. Let's beg the Lord right now that we may know his light and may know his mercy. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You were seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. As we recall year by year the mysteries by which through the re restoration of its original dignity, human nature has received the hope of rising again. We earnestly beseech your mercy, Lord, that when we celebrate in faith, we may possess an unending love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. 
the high priest rose up and all his companions, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, laid hands upon the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, the angel of the Lord opened the doors of the prison, let them out, and said, Go and take your place in the temple area and tell the people everything about this life. When they heard this, they went to the temple early in the morning and taught. When the high priest and his companions arrived, they convened the Sanhedrin, the full senate of the children of Israel, and sent to the jail to have them brought in. But the court officers who went did not find them in the prison. So they came back and reported, we found the jail securely locked and the guards stationed outside the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. When the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests heard this report, they were at a loss about them as to what this would come to. Then someone came in and reported to them, the men whom you put in prison are in the temple area and are teaching the people. Then the captain and the court officers went and brought them, but without force, because they were afraid of being stoned by the people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response is, the Lord hears the cry of the poor. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear me and be glad. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard, and from all his distress, he saved him. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come toward the light, so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen, as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It might be hard for us to admit this, 
But did you hear that hard truth in today's gospel? The people prefer darkness to light. Again, the people prefer darkness to light. That although Christ came into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world, you and I still often prefer darkness to light. It's a difficult thing to think about, but it's a reality that this This wound of original sin, it's done something to us that we're still drawn to sin. Even though we know the truth of the gospel, even though we know what the church teaches, even though we know the love of God, there's something in us that's still drawn to the darkness. And this starts at a really young age. It's amazing, like, young kids that will walk into a confessional. And almost all of them will often say, I lie. And I always look at them and I say, why do you lie? And they say, so I don't get in trouble. And then I say, so if you didn't do those things, then you wouldn't lie, right? And they kind of look at me. Yeah. So what are those things that you do that cause you to lie? And what is lying about? It's about wanting to live in the darkness. Not letting your bad deeds be known. And so even at a young age, you see kids are doing things. They want to lie because they don't want to get in trouble, so they live in the darkness. But this isn't just a kid problem. This is a problem for a lot of us. I avoid going to confession as an adult because I don't want to admit that I sin and that my sin's not that big of a deal. It's, it's, just, it's, not, it's just a little sin. So I live in the darkness. And instead of having that regular going to confession every two weeks, we pay months and months and months and years and years and years because I would prefer to live in the darkness instead of coming to the light. We could go on and on about these realities. I mean, we could talk about realities of, of annulments and all these sorts of things that the church offers to people to bring them to the light, but yet we don't quite want to do it because in some ways we'll just kind of stay in our comfort zone. We'll stay in kind of that darkness. And we're all susceptible to this. Whether we're young, whether we're old, whether we're married, whether we're priests, whether we're single, whatever our life is, we, we tend at times to be comfortable in the darkness. And what happens is we isolate. But I'm telling you, all of my dear listeners, if you bring all of your brokenness, all of your pain, all of your shame, whatever it is, and you don't hide from these things, and you get after it, and you enter into them, then you realize that the church in Christ hasn't come to condemn you in darkness. It actually has come to heal you and bring you light. But again, as the gospel says, people prefer the darkness. Even though they hate it even though it stirs in their heart and they feel uncomfortable and restless about it, there's something about you and I that aren't willing to take that next step. Whoever's out there listening right now, whatever in your life is living in darkness, wherever you're isolating your life, wherever you're lying, I want you to hear me. 
Jesus invites you into the light that you might be free. Whatever that is that's stirring in your heart, Jesus has not come to condemn you. Rather, he's come to love you and bring you true freedom. Because in the end, as this gospel says so well, at the end of our lives, it'll be too late. The light of God will shine, penetrate into our lives, and our good deeds will be known, and our evil deeds will be known. And we, my friends, want to stand before the Father and pray that our good deeds are known, and that every evil deed that was in darkness, that we went to the Lord's light for healing and we didn't hold on to it and remain chained to it. The Lord loves you so much. The church loves you so much. Don't be fooled. The church calls you to freedom and gives you tools to freedom. Say yes. Christ has come into the world to free you, not condemn you. Choose the light. Do not live in darkness anymore. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Amen. Please stand. We now turn to God our Father as His beloved sons and daughters. And we beg our Father in heaven to hear the cries of our hearts that we offer to Him this day. We pray for the church. We pray for Pope Francis. We pray for our bishops, our priests, our deacons. We pray for the laity of the church. That we as a Catholic people, that we may draw close to the light of Christ. And allow the power of Christ to compel our lives in all that we do. For this we pray to the Lord. We pray for the Diocese of Duluth. That God would provide us with a holy, healthy, steadfast bishop. That whoever that man is out there, that God will choose to be the next bishop of our diocese. That his heart may already be prepared to lead the people of our great diocese. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for Real Presence Radio and for all the staff and listeners that God may bless the radio station in abundant ways and use it as a tool to bring hearts to the light of Christ and the gift of his church. For this we pray to the Lord. We pray for all those that are financial benefactors of Real Presence Radio, Holy Spirit Parish, Marquette School here in Virginia, all of our dioceses and parishes, that God may bless all those that continue to support um, our schools, our parishes, and all of our uh, means of evangelization. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray that, that anyone who's living in darkness that's listening right now, those of you that feel enslaved, those that are living hidden lives, that you may remember that Christ calls you to, to freedom, that Christ calls you to come to the light, that you might run to confession, or, 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 or run and talk to a priest, or, or maybe talk to a friend, or, or, or take time just to simply... Pour your heart out to the Lord today that you may no longer live in that darkness, that you may allow the light of Christ to enter in. For this we pray to the Lord. I pray for all those that are in prisons. I pray for those that are homeless. 
I pray for those that are pushed to the outskirts of society. That we as a church may love even the most broken. That we may be the hands and feet of Christ in this world. We pray to the Lord. I pray for all of our political leaders that we are careful not to get into political fights and arguments. That we may keep our eyes fixed on the true King who is Jesus. And that Christ may bring renewal to our world, to our land, and to our country. And that the church may be a light in the midst of this all. That we realize that only in Christ can we find stability and truth. For this we pray to the Lord. And I pray for all families, especially moms and dads, husbands and wives that are out there right now trying to manage this time. Those that are most difficult, beat up, those that are worn out, those that are exhausted. That God would send his abundant blessings upon our families. Especially those that are most worn out. We pray to the Lord. And I pray for more vocations to the holy priesthood, permanent diaconate. More women saying yes to the call to religious life. For more holy, healthy, happy marriages. That God would bring about renewal in the church through holy vocations. We pray to the Lord. And we pray for all the sick and the dying. We pray for all those who will die this very day. That at the moment of their death, they may know the light of God, the mercy of God, that they may live. For this we pray to the Lord. But all of us that are listening right now, just take a moment of just silence to present to God in the quiet of your hearts whatever prayers may reside in you today. For all the prayers of our listeners joining us today, we pray to the Lord. God our Father, you are a good Father. You are a Father full of mercy. You are a Father that knows us better than we know ourselves. Help us, Lord, to bring everything to you, that we might live in the light, that we may live in the truth of our faith. And we ask that you would hear all of our prayers today. Through the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. I say you be seated as we prepare the holy altar. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, and to become for us the bread of life. To the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord. And may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, wash me of my iniquity and cleanse me of my sin. Please stand and pray, my brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. 
May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just. It is our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, and at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I you to please kneel. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave the chalice to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this in memory of me mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation. 
giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and all the clergy. <clears throat> Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. That by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment or condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Thank you. <clears throat> Behold, the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Of you listening today. Everyone out there listening to today's Mass and participating in this Holy Mass, 
I remind you again that Jesus desires holy communion with you. That although you're unable to receive the Eucharist, the precious body of the Lord, in a sacramental way, the Lord desires communion with you more than you desire it with Him. And so at this Mass, we pray that all the Eucharistic graces from this altar at Holy Spirit Church in Virginia might flow into your homes, into your cars, into your workplaces, wherever you're at right now. Then the quiet of your hearts, you beg the Lord for holy communion with Him as we make this act of spiritual communion. So I invite you to repeat after me as we pray this prayer of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things. And I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there. And I unite myself wholly to you. Jesus, never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, and I have appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Alleluia. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Here in the Diocese of Duluth, we have a tradition of praying, a vocations prayer at all of our Masses, praying that God would provide our parishes and our diocese with many, many happy, healthy, holy priests, religious, deacons, moms, dads, husbands, wives. And so to now we pray together the vocations prayer of the Diocese of Duluth. Almighty Father, we beg you for an increase in religious vocations and holy marriages in our diocese. Help us to be generous in our response to your call. Choose from our homes those who are needed for your work and strengthen us with the courage to say yes and to follow you. Help us as a diocese, as a parish, as families to encourage and foster vocations to the priesthood, permanent diaconate, and consecrated life. We commend our prayers to our patroness, Mary, Queen of the Rosary, and ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. My friends, thank you for being with us at Mass today. And I invite you to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ in all things and all circumstances, and bring everything to the light, for in the light we find authentic peace and joy that's found in God alone. Have a blessed day, and let's pray for one another. The Lord be with you.
May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to thou, the Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruinous souls. Amen. And that is our conclusion of our Mass this morning from the Diocese of Duluth and the Holy Spirit Church in Virginia. Up next, deeply hungering for the Eucharist, J.C. Pelka will talk about her longing to receive Jesus as an RCIA candidate during this uh, coronavirus outbreak situation. It's an interview you don't want to miss. This and so much more as Real Presence Live continues. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.